You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur. I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That made you smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? Right here on WABC, where we have been doing this show for a, quite a long time, almost 10 years now. And uh, you can become part of the show by giving us a call. The phone number here at WABC is 800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. This is the show about you, about how you look when you look in the mirror, if you see those little wrinkles, does it bother you? It bothers most people. Do you see those little brown splotchy pigmentation spots? A lot of people are quite uh, disturbed by those uh, things, not because they're uh, a spot, but because, well, when you look in the mirror and you see signs of aging, you know, you begin to uh, see your parents in the mirror and you say, I'm getting older and really don't want to look older. I want to look as young as I feel. I'm out there playing tennis. I'm out there doing all these things. Why do I need to look older? And the answer is, well, you really don't have to. Uh, you know, I mean, within limits, of course, you have to. But uh, certainly, a visit to the plastic surgeon uh, these days is uh, becoming quite a routine thing. We've got all sorts of tricks up our sleeves, and this is the show about those tricks. And give us a call. Become part of the show. It's 800-848-9222. And if you do call, you're going to receive a bottle of Nighttime. Nighttime is that one-stop shopping for skincare. It's all you need to look good. You don't need a multi-step program. You just need Nighttime. Sounds like a commercial, but it's really true. I developed Nighttime because uh, my patients don't like multi-step programs, and I have very motivated patients. In fact, the most motivated. They're willing to undergo the knife to look better. And and yet, they can't seem to do three, four, five-step programs that are so common out there. You know, you go into the stores and you see these very complex things. They want you to buy all sorts of things. I don't. I want you to get one thing, and that's nighttime, because nighttime has vitamin C and vitamin A. It's got fruit acids antioxidants, skin brighteners. It's got all the things that are scientifically proven to make a difference. So if you call tonight and have a legitimate question for me, you'll receive a bottle of nighttime. Once again, the number here at WABC is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Tonight we're going to talk about pretty much the uh, the favorite topic this time of year and what do you think that is it's facelifts it really is because now that we're ending the summer you know it's august 22nd 
the days are still long. The uh, the weekends are still hot, but we're right around the corner from Labor Day. And Labor Day is when people start coming in again for facelifts. They take the summer off, unless you're a teacher. Teachers have their facelifts in the summer because they want to have it early in the summer so that their students, uh, you know, they don't see the scars. Well, with the new facelift, it's pretty hard to see the scars anyway. So we're going to talk about that during today's show, and we're going to talk about why a facelift is still a very, very valid procedure, why it's a good procedure, even in the year 2015, even in the era of all these non-invasive procedures, the facelift is still very, very popular and, for many people, quite necessary. So uh, we're going to talk about that later in the show. The phone number, once again, 800-848-9222. I wanted to start the show uh, by talking about that. Uh, remember I talked a few months ago about that Brazilian buttock lift in uh, Mexico that went kind of the wrong way? This was a very, very upsetting story. It's a woman from Australia who went to Mexico. I guess she uh, heard about a doctor there, uh, as so many of you do. Uh, you hear about these doctors in South America or in Central America or in, in India or all over the world, and people tend to travel. And it's sort of a curious phenomenon, this medical tourism business. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't think it's a great idea to uh, to go real far for your surgery unless you uh, you certainly know the surgeon know of the surgeon uh and are willing to spend quite a bit of time after surgery in that location well here's uh here's the reason why so 29 year old woman uh from australia very healthy went to a surgeon uh, by the name of Dr. Victor Ramirez in Mexicali, Mexico. And this was this spring. And uh, she was supposed to have a, a quite a simple procedure. She was a healthy girl. Uh, it was a Brazilian butt lift, uh, which involves a little liposuction and, uh, and lifting uh, the buttocks. Uh, it's a procedure that most of us do not do in the United States, uh, although it's gotten a lot of publicity. Regardless, uh, she died during the procedure. That's right. She died during the procedure. Now, there was an autopsy done by the hospital or the uh, facility that uh, that she died in, and they said, well, she had a pulmonary embolism, and uh, so it was one of those inevitable things. Well, guess what? Uh, the family ordered their own biop um, autopsy, and uh, indeed, it wasn't a pulmonary, pulmonary embolism. In fact, the liposuction that was performed during the procedure penetrated her lungs something like five or six times, and she died of bleeding into her lungs. It's a terrible story, a terrible story. Those of us in organized plastic surgery hate these stories because the truth is plastic surgery in the United States is quite safe by a board-certified plastic surgeon, someone with credentials from the American Board of Plastic Surgery, someone who is in the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, and the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons. Those are the things, by the way, you want to be looking for in a surgeon. You want a surgeon that has hospital privileges in a legitimate hospital, not just a an office surgical suite or even a surgery center. These are the things that you want so that you can stay safe and not meet the demise that this young 29-year-old met when she went to some guy in Mexico who, by the way, uh, was apparently sued by one of the Kardashians because he used her photographs in a, uh, a big um, 
I guess it was uh, what is it? One of those uh, roadside signs, and one of the Kardashians was on it, and uh, implying that he had operated on her. He never did. She threatened to sue. He took down the uh, sign. But it all goes to uh, you know the qualities of the surgeon, the ethics of a surgeon, and uh, of course the uh, the death goes to the training of the surgeons. Do you know what your surgeon in South America is doing? Do you know how they trained? I always wonder. Uh, you know, you get these companies that want to buy my experience expired suture you know when uh, every suit every uh, surgeon uh, buys medical supplies and uh, and you get uh, inquiries from companies that say you know we'll give you uh, 20 cents on the dollar 10 cents on the dollar for your expired stuff and you think well is it going to research is it going to uh, veterinary medicine you know what it turns out some of these things are going to south america and they're using expired supplies well you know, I think think twice, think three times, think very carefully before you do something like this. Barbara, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Are you there, Barbara? Hello? Did we lose Barbara? She's not talking. Barbara, Barbara, you got to talk. This is radio. No sign language here. All right, so we're going to come back. Maybe you can give us a call in a, in a few minutes, Barbara, if you uh, get back on. Barbara wanted to talk about facelifts, which is uh, the topic, and let's start talking about that. We've got a minute before the break. So facelifts are one of the more popular procedures in cosmetic surgery. And, uh, in fact, there's about 120,000 facelifts each year in the United States. Not a, uh, a huge number when we compare it to Botox, which has 6.5 million, or fillers, wrinkle fillers like Restylane and then Juvederm and Belaterra. Those have about 1.6 million, but, but still a very healthy number of people are having facelifts. So we're going to take a very short break, and we're going to talk about who needs a facelift, who wants a facelift, how we do facelifts in the year 2015, because it's very different than the facelift that I did 10 years ago, and certainly the facelift that I did nearly 30 years ago, I'm aging myself. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC in New York. The phone number, 800-848-9222, Stay tuned. We'll be back after these words. John Hamburg here talking to the women in the audience. When you look in the mirror, do you like what you see? Have those little wrinkles begun to take over your face? Do you look older than you feel? I want you to talk to Dr. Arthur Perry, a Harvard-trained, board-certified, top plastic surgeon, office on 57th Street, another one in New Jersey. And Dr. Perry uses the most modern techniques, and that doesn't always involve surgery. Dr. Perry has helped thousands of women look better with Botox, wrinkle fillers, and that new Ulta therapy machine. Eventually, you may benefit from a facelift or eyelid lift, but these are procedures Dr. Perry has been performing for over 30 years. Give Arthur Perry a call. Sit down with the doctor for an hour-long consultation. Discuss your options. 212-753-1820. 212-753-1820. Or go to perryplasticsurgery.com. Listen to Dr. Perry on 77 WABC every Saturday at 7 p.m. By age 50, almost all of us have wrinkles, brown splotches, rough skin. How many different products have you tried and given up on? Well, it's Joan Hamburg telling you about one sensational product you've got to try. Dr. Arthur Perry's Nighttime. You are going to be hooked because Dr. Arthur Perry personally created it. Dr. Perry, the real deal. Board certified, Harvard trained, teaching at two major medical schools. 
oils and approaches his skincare line like a PhD thesis. Ingredients scientifically proven with high enough concentrations to make a noticeable difference, resulting in absolutely fantastic looking skin that's brighter, smoother, less wrinkled. For more beautiful skin, you've got to try Dr. Perry's Nighttime. Order it at drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com or call 855-940-1100. Mention Joan and you'll save $15. That's 855-940-1100. Listen to Dr. Perry right here on 77 WABC every Saturday at 7 p.m. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. This is the show about you, the show about your wrinkles, about your brown splotchy pigmentation, about your ears that protrude, about the nose that might be a little bigger than you like or the breasts that might be a little smaller than you like. This is the show to call. So give us a call, 800-848-9222. So here's what happens as we get older. We all know this, at least uh, people older than 30 know this. If you're 20 listening, I don't think I have too many 20-year-old listeners to the show. But if you're 20, well, here's what's about to happen to you. You know, between zero and 20, uh, your skin kind of uh, gets thicker and and looks better and better, actually, until you hit about 20. And between 20 and 30, it sort of holds uh, steady. You know, the amount of collagen in your skin uh, doesn't get any thicker, but it doesn't get any thinner. And what, by the way, is collagen? You're sitting there saying, I've heard this term. What is it? Look at your shoes, look at your belt, look at your pocketbook, ladies, and that is what collagen is because collagen is most of what leather is. So pretty much uh, leather is uh, almost 100% collagen. It's a structural layer of our skin. We have a lot of it when we're uh, born. It, it actually increases as we get older. And at about age 30, that's the age, it's 30 we're genetically programmed to thin our skin by decreasing the amount of collagen, decreasing the amount of elastin, those are the stretchy fibers in the skin, decreasing the amount of hyaluronic acid, those are the, uh, that's the chemical in our skin that holds the water and gives us a uh, kind of a youthful, dewy appearance, and when we're older, kind of a dry appearance, right? So uh, it's age 30, that's when it all starts to happen. We get a, a thinning of our skin at 1% per year each year. So by the time you hit 60, you've uh, lost 30% of the collagen, 30% of the elastin, 30% of the hyaluronic acid, and 30% of the thickness of your skin. But you begin to see the problems of losing that collagen earlier than 60. And in fact, uh, the only thing that can influence your genes, by the way, is sun exposure, the accumulation of sun exposure, the cumulative effect of being in the sun without sunscreen. Uh, that will age your skin, the ultraviolet light, and cigarette smoking. So by the way, if you smoke, why are you even listening to this show? Because uh, you, know, you just have to stop. I had a patient in the office a couple weeks ago, and uh, you know, I don't get too many smokers anymore in the office. Um, I think most intelligent people do not smoke anymore. It always bothers me when I pass that cigar bar on uh, 6th Avenue. It just drives me out of my mind that people are doing this self-destructive behavior and uh, causing cancers. We do so much to prevent that. I'll get off my soapbox here. 
Um, we haven't talked about my soap. <laughs> anyway, all right. So what happens here? Uh, our cigarette smoking can uh, increase the, uh, the rate of aging, and sun exposure can increase the rate of aging. And what happens? Eventually, somewhere in the uh, late 30s, you begin to see that very first wrinkle. Sometimes it occurs in the 40s, and sometimes if you're really lucky with good genes, you might not see those wrinkles until you're in your 50s. But eventually, you're going to see the wrinkles, and the wrinkles start around the eyes, and they spread through your face. Uh, eventually, the, the tissue begins to sag. The skin t- sags. The muscles sag. The underlying tissue sags. We get jowls. Those are those... Uh, disruptions in our jawline, right? That's a nice way to put it. Jowls uh, are an an inevitable part of growing older, and we get the turkey gobbler in the neck as the skin begins to thin and hang and reveal the muscles, those Catherine Hepburn muscles. Remember Catherine Hepburn? She wasn't too old when you began to see the muscles in her neck, those two bands that stretch down from the, uh, the chin all the way down to her collarbone. She never had those fixed. I would have liked to have fixed Catherine Hepburn's bands, but uh, I didn't know her. Uh, but you can with a facelift because a facelift is what we use to repair those bands and to lift the jowls. So a facelift is a, a very, very common procedure. We're going to talk a little bit more about it, but we've got a call from Jeff who uh, has a question about a face- facelift. What can I do for you, Jeff? What's your wrinkle? Yes, well, no, I have a question about people performing facelift surgery. Uh, you stated that uh, you just want to be sure that you have qualified people and you've used the term that they should be certified in the American Board of Plastic Surgery, but I think your listeners should know that there are certain other specialties such as uh, people sure, who are sure, Jeff. So, so let me let me answer that for you. So, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, uh, and you're probably an ear, nose, and throat, an otolaryngologist, and an appropriately trained otolaryngologist is just fine to uh, perform a facelift, also, and that means appropriately trained, someone who has done additional training in facial cosmetic surgery. Now, who's not qualified, in my opinion, a non-surgeon like a dermatologist or a dentist or uh, another specialty. There are emergency room doctors that are out there doing all sorts of uh, cosmetic surgery. So, uh, yeah, of course, we want uh, the appropriately trained physician and the American Board of Plastic Surgery. If you're an otolaryngologist, I know plenty of ENT doctors who are excellent facelift surgeons. So I didn't mean to slight anybody. Uh, but um, certainly we want to educate the public as to who should be doing these procedures. All right, so back to the facelift. So we were talking about jowls, and we were talking about bands in the neck, and those are uh, two of the things that are easily helped with a facelift. Uh, and the way we do it now is different than the way we did it, let's say, 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Facelifts, in fact, started in the United States somewhere around 1907 with an incision in front of the ear and a little bit of skin taken out. Each decade after that first uh, decade of uh, cosmetic surgery, plastic surgeons got a little bit more aggressive, and they went a little further towards the uh, nose, towards the mouth, and lifting the skin. And somewhere around 30 or so years ago, began doing two-layered facelifts, lifting the muscles of the face, uh, in a separate layer. So that's called, if you're uh, interested, if you're uh, a junkie looking at, uh, not a real junkie, but a junkie uh, for medical information, it's called a SMAS lift, S-M-A-S. I won't tell you what it stands for. It's too big a word. Uh, but that's what most plastic surgeons now do. They do a two-layered facelift. And uh, with that, 
um, the jowls are lifted in a separate layer. So now we're going to uh, continue talking about facelift surgery and the benefits of facelift, how we do it, whether we use general anesthesia, whether we use sedation anesthesia, and uh, what the difference between a short scar facelift and a traditional long scar facelift is. And we're going to talk about these things in just a few minutes. The phone number, once again, here at WABC is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. My name is Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. Yes, I'm certifi- certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. And we're going to be back after these message messages. We'll be right back. John Hamburg here talking to the women in the audience. When you look in the mirror, do you like what you see? Have those little wrinkles begun to take over your face? Do you look older than you feel? I want you to talk to Dr. Arthur Perry, a Harvard-trained, board-certified, top plastic surgeon, office on 57th Street, another one in New Jersey. And Dr. Perry uses the most modern techniques, and that doesn't always involve surgery. Dr. Perry has helped thousands of women look better with Botox, wrinkle fillers, and that new Ulta therapy machine. Eventually, you may benefit from a facelift or eyelid lift, but these are procedures Dr. Perry has been performing for over 30 years. Give Arthur Perry a call. Sit down with the doctor for an hour-long consultation. Discuss your options. 212-753-1820. 212-753-1820. Or go to perryplasticsurgery.com. Listen to Dr. Perry on 77 WABC every Saturday at 7 p.m. By age 50, almost all of us have wrinkles, brown spotches, rough skin. How many different products have you tried and given up on? Well, it's Joan Hamburg telling you about one sensational product you've got to try. Dr. Arthur Perry's Nighttime. You are going to be hooked because Dr. Arthur Perry personally created it. Dr. Perry, the real deal. Board certified, Harvard trained, teaching at two major medical schools and approaches his skincare line like a Ph.D. thesis. Ingredients scientifically proven with high enough concentrations to make a noticeable difference, resulting in absolutely fantastic-looking skin that's brighter, smoother, less wrinkled. For more beautiful skin, you've got to try Dr. Perry's Nighttime. Order it at drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com or call 855-940-1100. Mention Joan and you'll save 15 that's 855-940-1100. Listen to Dr. Perry right here on 77 WABC every Saturday at 7 p.m. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC, where the phone number is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Give us a call, and I'll send you a bottle of my nighttime. You heard the uh, the spot about nighttime. Uh, you know, nighttime is the uh, obviously the night portion of my skincare program, the day portion. I want simplicity, but we need to protect your skin. If you listened to me just a few minutes ago, I talked about... The things that can uh, influence aging of your skin, and there are really only a few things, and one of those is sun exposure. The accumulation of sun exposure during your lifetime will certainly will certainly cause you to age prematurely if you're a, a sun worshiper as opposed to uh, your twin who might uh, be a cave dweller. 
right? So you're you're going to age more quickly if you spend time in the sun. But if you use a, a sunscreen, and all it needs to be is about a 15 with zinc oxide, and that's what I have in my daytime. So daytime is your skin protector. Nighttime is your nutrition for the skin. All right, we were talking about facelifts, one of my favorite topics. I've been doing facelifts since 1985. Oh, my goodness, it's a long time already. That's when I started my plastic surgery residency, 1985. And in those days, seems like the uh, the dark ages in uh, in cosmetic surgery. We didn't have good fillers, and we just had collagen. Um, and collagen wasn't particularly good. It's good in your skin, but it's not good to inject in your skin. Uh, so back in the old days, when I was a resident at the University of Chicago with a guy named Tom Krizik, and then I did a facelift fellowship with another guy named Dr. Tom Baker. Uh, no relation to the Baker in New York, but uh, Tom Baker is one of the great plastic surgeons along with uh, Howard Gordon in uh, in Miami. So I did that facelift uh, fellowship in those days. And uh, we did two or three facelifts every single day in the fellowship. It was uh, it was really an interesting experience. So, so uh, in those days, we did what's called a long scar facelift. We made an incision way up in the hairline, and then the incision came in front of the ear, and then went behind the ear, and then way back into the hairline again. Uh, we lifted up the skin. We did a two layered facelift then, just like we do now. But it was uh, a long scar facelift. We did some liposuction of the neck. Yes, we had it back in those days. And we repaired the muscles in the neck with a, uh, with a separate incision right underneath the chin. So that was the facelift in 1985 and pretty much until about 10 years ago until a huge change in the facelift came. The facelift then became a short scar facelift. And there's lots and lots of different names for the short scar facelift. Some people call it the S-lift because it uh, leaves kind of an S-shaped scar. Some people call it their own name. You know, that's a favorite thing that plastic surgeons like to do. They name a procedure after themselves. Uh, they do one stitch a little bit differently, and now it's the uh, Dr. Smith. That's a... Uh, that's a made-up Dr. Smith. It's not you, Dr. Smith. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, so the short scar facelift was a big advance in facelift surgery, and that came in somewhere around 10 years ago. What do we do differently? We don't make incisions in the hairline anymore. Now we make an incision, kind of a sideburn incision that goes out from uh, the ear towards the nose, and that incision is about an inch and a half long. And then we end the incision right at the bottom of the ear. It hooks around the back just a little bit. What is the advantage of a short scar face if there's a huge advantage? First of all, it doesn't raise the hairline. You know the uh, the appearance of uh, Phyllis Diller? Everybody remember her? Those of you who are about my age remember Phyllis Diller. She was an actress. And she was one of the first people to come out of the closet with cosmetic surgery, followed by Joan Rivers about a decade after her. Um, and Joan talked about on my show her cosmetic surgery. Many of you don't like to talk about your cosmetic surgery, but that's, that's okay. Uh, I always say that the way to get people to stop talking about your surgery is to talk about it. Anyway, uh, back in the old days, if you looked at, uh, at Phyllis Diller's hairline, it was rising, rising, rising. With each facelift that she had, it kept on going up. So the short scar facelift doesn't elevate the hairline. We call it a ponytail friendly 
facelift because you can wear your hair back and not see the incisions. You can go swimming with this facelift and not see the incisions. I can't guarantee you, of course, that you're not going to see anything, but the average patient doesn't even need makeup after, let's say, three, four, five months. Of course, you're going to need makeup in the beginning. Every incision becomes a scar. We're not hiding that. Uh, but the design of this facelift, the short scar facelift with me and with other plastic surgeons, and yes, to uh, to my caller before, appropriately trained otolaryngologists who do this uh, procedure, uh, the uh, the facelift incision is uh, usually quite good. So you should not require any uh, makeup. Uh, we can't guarantee that, of course. We cannot guarantee that. But what this uh, this new short scar facelift does is it doesn't lift the hairline and doesn't show within the hair. So that's that's great. Now, one of the interesting things that's happened over the last decade, now that we have excellent fillers like Restylane and Radius and Juvederm and, and other fillers, uh, well, we, we now have these to fill the nasolabial fold. That's the fold between the nose and the mouth. Back in the old days, we had to lift the skin all the way to the corner of the mouth. That was one of the things that we were trained to do. And when we did that, it could distort the features of the face. The new facelift doesn't go that aggressively. So it's, it's interesting. In some ways, it's a little less aggressive than the facelift from years ago. It's actually technically a little more difficult for the surgeon because when we go through smaller incisions, surgery is a little bit more difficult. The recovery for you, by the way, is faster than it was because with those shorter incisions, uh, less things can happen, less uh, chance of infection. Uh, and we don't go near some of the very important nerves of the face. There are still nerves that are at risk in a face lift uh, and I always tell my patients the only way we can assure that there will be no nerve injury is to not do your surgery every honest plastic surgeon has had things happen no one likes those things but uh, that's a fact of life there's a small infection rate there's a small bleeding rate with these type of procedures there's a small a very small rate of injury to the facial nerves the nerves that control the facial expressions and usually those injuries are temporary thank goodness uh, but sometimes they can be permanent. So you have to think very carefully. These are not procedures to be taken lightly. This is not entertainment. Boy, I'll tell you, I could go on for hours talking about this. But uh, when uh, when Mike plays that music, he gets a hook also. And he wants me out of the studio. We're high atop uh, Madison Square Garden. He says, get out. It's time for Billy Joel. Hey, I saw him this week. What a great concert right next door to the studio. All right. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And this has been What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC, where we are every Saturday evening at 7 o'clock. So tune in next week also. Check me out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dr. Perry's, D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S. And if you're interested in those products that I talked about, yes, you can go to that website, drperrys.com, D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, and place an order. Uh, they're great products. You will love them. If you don't, return them, no obligation. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you all next week.